from the Mercy One Studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Here's your host, Gene Wells. Well, welcome to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's your weekly dose of news from around the world and, and commentary on things that may keep you awake at night or maybe will put you to sleep. I don't know. Come on. I'm Gene Wells, and it is Straight Talk. You've got questions. We've got some answers for you. And I have in studio today Deacon Mark Campbell, and we're going to talk all things about consecration, including St. Joseph. So we're very grateful to the Mercy One folks for sponsoring our studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio and all of our business sponsors. So first, we're going to talk a couple of events that are coming up. If you want to delve into the catechism more, I would highly, highly recommend the Catechetical Institute. It's a four-semester program. Um, I did it in the in the first cadre of folks that did it and learned so much about the catechism that I'd like to do it again, actually. So um, it is a, a wonderful opportunity to learn about your, your faith. And you can contact John Wynn down at the diocese. His number is 515-237-5006. This week, a couple of fun things. Coming up July 23rd, Iowans for Life is hosting a summer fundraising dance at the Open Air Tent, 50s and 60s classic rock. I mean, really, does it get much better than that? Um, Great fun for a great cause. You can get your tickets online at iowansforlife.com. And then next week, this is a fun event for the whole family. So it's July 29th at St. Teresa's Parish. It's not limited to just their parish. It's from 6 to 10 p.m. So you come at 6. They're going to have a little pickup game of softball. They'll have vendors, um, all sorts of fun stuff. And because there's this baseball theme going on, you're going to watch a movie outside. Big screen. You can sit in the back of your vehicle. You can bring your lawn chairs or blankets, sit on their little natural sloping hill and watch the sandlot. So it's 20 bucks a car load or $5 a person. No registration required. That's July 29th at St. Teresa's. I mean, what a great, fun, relaxing event for the family. Now, daily on Iowa Catholic Radio, you can participate in Father Don Calloway's 33-day preparation for the consecration to St. Joseph. That's at 3.20. Our daily prayers then will culminate on August 15th. Hmm, I believe that's a feast day. Um, At St. Patrick's Irish Irish Settlement, there's a 4 p.m. Mass and then the consecration to St. Joseph. And Bishop Johnson will be the celebrant. So on today's show, we're going to talk all things consecration, and Deacon Mark Campbell is joining me. He's the permanent deacon at the Basilica of St. John, and so first we need to start with a lesson. Oh, dear. You ready for this? Uh, and, uh, Teacher? I, yes, I am ready, as oh. I'm going to be. Okay. I just hope the Holy Spirit's ready, too. <laughs> okay. Need, you do not need to worry about what you are to say. Okay. That's, yeah, I, I've, I I've heard that's that. that's from Scripture. I've heard yeah. that. Um, but I think they did give you an opportunity to prepare. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think they're, yep. So let's talk about consecration as a Catholic. I mean, it's more than consecration during Mass. Well, but so, what does it mean to be consecrated? Well, yes, I think the, um, 
the distinction that needs to be made is there's um, there's the liturgical sense of consecration, and that's yeah, I think what many of us are familiar with with the uh, at, at the Eucharist where the uh, bread and wine are brought forth and consecrated, and and uh, um, during that during the consecration is when Jesus becomes present, you know, body, blood, soul, and divinity at, mm-hmm. at the altar, and, and um, additionally there you know churches are consecrated, altars are consecrated. In a, in a sense, in that liturgical sense, it's it's all for the um, you know towards the higher purpose of to God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the the bread and wine are consecrated. You know, in that prayer, you know, may our sacrifice and yours be be made acceptable, right? So those gifts are made holy for God uh, during a consecration, and so um, in, in this idea of consecrating ourselves to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, to Mary, to to Joseph. God is still the um, the intended purpose, right? To grow in our holiness, if you will, and which is what the word consecration, um, you know, roughly means is to make holy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, in this in this sense of of consecrating ourselves to these various devotionals, um, we want our lives to be made holy for for the purpose of God. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I just have to say, Deacon Mark, that you know, you say you you consecrate yourselves, mm-hmm. yet. We are so flawed. <laughs> it's exactly. like, really, I am going to be really holy. Right. And then it's like, I can't believe she wore that to church today. Right. You know, right, right, right. You know, and you're like, what? So much I had consecrated myself and now I'm judging somebody on stupid things or, you know, you yell at somebody that cuts you off in the car and, and you're like, wait a minute, where's that holiness thing? Well, that's where we ask for uh, in consecrating ourselves to these uh, again various devotionals. We um, we ask for their care and protection in, in covering our flaws, right, or, or making up for our flaws. Which is why um, we have to go to Joseph and Mary because they're the big guns. Yes. Well, um, you know, I, I heard, actually heard it. You know, recently said that um, you know God drew man, you know, back to Himself through Mary. You know, mm. sending sending us Christ through Mary. And so, what better way for us to um, return ourselves to God is through Mary. Mm-hmm. And so, through consecration, that's in a sense what we're doing is, you know, consecrating ourselves to Mary so that we might be drawn into closer union with her son and with uh, God the Father. And the Holy Spirit is, is an active, uh, plays an active role in, in allowing all that to happen. So, Mark, it, it, I've always heard, you know, and especially when I did the consecration to Mary, that mm-hmm. it's... To Jesus through Mary. Correct. So that's what you're talking about. Does that apply to any of the other consecrations? Like, you know, to Jesus through St. Joseph or, or I don't know if you consecrate. I didn't find any consecrations to any other saints. Uh, there probably are. Well, there's the Sacred Heart of Mary, Sacred yeah. Heart of Jesus. But yep. um, so if you, if you do it to St. Joseph, is it a consecration to Jesus through St. Joseph? I mean, to be made holy, I suppose. Yeah, so in the sense that we um, consecrate ourselves to St. Joseph, I think we looked at the the way Pope St. John Paul II described it, and he actually used the word entrustment, in entrusting mm-hmm. ourselves to Mary, and entrusting ourselves to St. Joseph. And entrusting ourselves to St. Joseph makes sense insofar as that Jesus and Mary were entrusted to Joseph. You know, the mm-hmm. uh, um, obviously, you know, you know, Mary gave birth to the Christ child, but it was Joseph who cared and protected uh, protected them. So that's why the uh, there's this, I guess, renewed thought, this um, 
deeper devotion, exploration at the life of Joseph, and how he can play a uh, you know an important role in our lives. You know, I I like to imagine that Joseph was the first human to hold Jesus. Hmm. I mean, Mary was a little busy birthing him, but, right? You know, right? So and. You know, the perception is that it was just he and Mary. Somebody maybe, had to catch him. Maybe right? there were hmm. were other, you know, maidens there helping Mary. But I I just imagine that St. Joseph was the first to hold Jesus. And that puts him in a special place in my heart, too. Well, he, he was certainly the first to adore Christ mm. in the tabernacle, right? So True. that's uh, So there's also that beautiful image that comes out in Father Calloway's book. Um, that, uh, you know, Joseph is a, the, the first adorer of Christ. Um, so, Hey, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about these various consecrations. Can you do them all? We're going to ask Deacon Mark Campbell here when we return to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. Blessman International partners with volunteers and donors to provide sustainable programs for children in South Africa by leading a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with vulnerable children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmaninternational.org. That's blessmaninternational.org. Thank you, Blessman International, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now provided in part by Permar Security. Providing security solutions for homes and businesses since 1953. Permar Security is a Catholic-owned family business supplying security systems, access control systems, video surveillance, fire alarm systems, and video doorbells. All alarm systems are monitored out of their monitoring center located in the state of Iowa. Permar Security, 515-244-5660, permarsecurity.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells, and my guest today is Deacon Mark Campbell. He is the uh, deacon at the Basilica of St. John, and uh, he has a love for St. Joseph. We're going to get into that, why he has a particular devotion to St. Joseph. But before we do that, you know, Deacon, I'm just confused. It's like, <laughs> you're like, no Gene, I've known you for years. This is nothing new. Okay, so... You can have the consecration to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, consecration to Mary, like through St. Louis de Montfort, um, or Father Michael Gately, mm-hmm. um, consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, dioceses are consecrated, mm-hmm. women are consecrated virgins, now there's the consecration of St. Joseph. I mean, can you dilute your consecrations too much to where it's not 
uh, effective anymore. I mean, like, oh, I've got all these. Or are you building your resume because I'm consecrated? I mean, what's the scoop here? Um, can you be too holy, Gene? Oh, what's, um, what, what, what's the uh, what's the over under on that? Yeah, well, so, I think <laughs> so. Yeah, so if we go back to the idea that the, the, the word to consecrate or consecration means to make holy, um, I don't I don't think we can you know uh, make ourselves too holy through these various devotions. You know, and that's really what these are. These are, these are, are are generally speaking. Uh, personal, private, uh, even though they can be done in a, in a group setting, devotions. Mm-hmm. And um, so I guess whatever your spiritual life can handle, I, I would say, um, yeah, go for it, right? And, and I think especially when we're looking at marrying consecration, because I, I would say that's what most people are, uh, at <laughs> least right now, what most people are kind of familiar with. Because again, Father Michael Gately did a, uh, uh, wrote a, a beautiful, uh, you know, 33-day consecration to, to Mary. And um, it, and it mirrored or, or modernized, I guess, Saint Louis de Montfort's consecration to Mary, mm-hmm. right? So, which and, is a tough read. Yes, yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's that's a, that's a, that's a, um, yeah, it, a paragraph it takes, a night, and you have to like write an outline and figure out what he's really saying because it's it's complex. Yes, and and you know, written in the uh, I believe the 17th century, maybe early 18th century. I I, I lose track of dates, but you know who's counting? Yeah. The uh, um, so yeah, so Father Michael Gately was was one who kind of I think really um, got the idea of consecration going, and that was about t- I'll say ten twelve years mm-hmm. ago with with his book, and so w- with Saint Joseph I, I think in this sense it uh, um, and he subsequently has written a, a book also on the on the mm-hmm. Sacred Heart of Jesus right uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, consecration to the Sacred mm-hmm. Heart, but the to Saint Joseph you know kind of complements. Mary again, going back to the idea that he was that, that Mary and, and, and Jesus were entrusted to Saint Joseph. You know, we have a, a spiritual mother in, in in Mary. We also have room in our lives for a spiritual father, and that mm-hmm. is Saint Joseph. And so, I think the uh, they complement each other. And, and I, you know, maybe I'm being a little bit prophetic or hopeful, but I I think what we're looking towards ultimately is a consecration to the Holy Family, right? Mm. It, 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 I think that's probably on the horizon. That's your calling. Um, I, I won't be writing it, but I, when somebody does, I'll be the, I'll be the, you know, mm-hmm. a champion out in front uh, promoting it, uh, kind of like what I've tried to do a little bit with the uh, St. Joseph consecration. Yeah, because I'm kind of one of these loyal people. It's like, oh, wait a minute, is Mary going to be upset because now I'm doing the consecration <laughs> to St. Joseph? Or, you know, it's like, right. you know, go Dolly Maroons, and it's like, but I couldn't cheer for, you know, right. the you know, Indians because that's where my kids, I mean, you know, it's just, yeah. it's a weird thing. So I'm like, uh, it, and it makes sense, but it also makes sense in the idea that um, if you're, if you're, you know, as a son, and I'm proud of my father, I want people to know him. As mm-hmm. as a spouse, I hope my wife is, is proud enough of me that she wants people to know me. Mm-hmm. And, and so I don't think our, our, our allegiances um, have to be too compromised or, or, or put in too much, you know, um, consternation, if you will, mm-hmm. of like, is, is this, is this a good thing to do? No, again, I think if we're looking at trying to make our lives holy, the more examples we can have, um, the more people we can, uh, pledge allegiance to mm-hmm. in our walk with Christ. Cause again, that's, that's ultimately where we're, um, we're all headed in the same direction. Yeah. We're all headed in that yeah. same direction. Um, I, I think we can draw from these, um, these examples to, to help us live out more holy and faithful lives. So as we talk about consecrations in a whole, you mentioned the 33 days. Mm-hmm. You know, is that... Um, the prescription. Y- that's yeah. the prescription. You know, so 
Um, you typically start on the day that you'll end on a feast day, but sure. like, is that a rule? It does it count if right. you don't do it, so you end on a feast day. I mean, what's the scoop on that? I, I yeah, I think it's um, again going back to that. These are personal and, and intended to enhance our faith life, um, it, but also as, uh, as particularly sometimes as Catholic, we're we're we're, uh, we're rule followers, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea is that man, if I you know even on a nine day novena, right? If you if you miss a day, you feel like oh you know I got to start over, count. right? That's yeah, right. I got to start over, uh-huh. or it's flawed, or it's imperfect in some mm-hmm. way. Um, no, so so Father Calloway, obviously with Saint Joseph, um, they suggest landing on a, a on a Joseph. Uh, feast day or, or holy day. Um, the calendar is not rich with those like it is Marian uh, right. feast days and holy days. you're ending on August 15th. 15th, which is the Feast of the Assumption, right? right? And so we landed on that day simply because... And Joseph uh, was already gone. Yeah. Right, so yeah, it's like yeah. he wasn't even in the picture anymore. Well, he was up there waiting for Mary. Right, right? yeah. He, he was uh, maybe one of the first to greet, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, no, it, it it's this was just happened to be a date that fit on the bishop's calendar, mm-hmm. um, and, and we felt the assumption was a, a beautiful day. Again, thinking the idea that, and that he wanted that, to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that that Mary, you know, I, I think would have no problem sharing that uh, that wonderful feast day with uh, the the fine people in the diocese of Des Moines who wish to consecrate themselves to her most chaste spouse. Yeah. Right. So, so, so let's uh, talk. We're talking some of the rubrics now. Yeah. I mean, of this consecration. So, you know, as you as I've done the the consecration, Mary, and I already have done the consecration, of Joseph. It's like you're mm-hmm. supposed to renew it annually, sure, and then you miss a year. Yeah. So now, do you have to start over? Um, <laughs> I mean, again, it's kind of those rules that you yeah. know we like to follow, and yet somehow we feel guilty. Right. That well, we missed it or something. It, there's always that, uh, what I tell people when, when yeah, I get these various questions, you know, it's, it's it's even like, you know, how should I hold my hands during the Our Father during Mass, right? And I'm like, worry less about how your, your posture and about where your heart's at, right? And so if if your heart is, is in the right place uh, in making these consecrations, um, the rules are meant to be, you know, sort of uh, guides, right? Um, boundaries, if you will, and ways that... You know, if if you do it, I mean, somebody could could faithfully fulfill every obligation for thirty three days, and um, might not, you know, gain as much spiritual benefit. Who's somebody who really struggled, missed a day here and there, really had to fight and work tooth and nail to to, to achieve uh, uh, two thirds of the prayers, right? Mm-hmm. Or on the day at least that they were prescribed, and um, you know, and there. You know, feeling at the end might be completely different than mm-hmm. the, than the other person, who, the person who breezed just right through off it. The box. Right. Yep. So, um, it, you know, and with with the uh, you know whether you do it daily, yearly, annually, however it works out, um, where's your heart, mm-hmm. right? And is it drawing you closer, uh, or is it you know obviously if it's giving you something that's uh, causing you great distress, then I even say take take a step back, reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Maybe this isn't this isn't something for your spiritual life that is uh, beneficial for you right now. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk specifically St. Joseph. Why is Deacon Mark so passionate about St. Joseph? You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org.
There are millions of children that go hungry every day. Thank you to Skeffington's Formalware for supporting Mary's Meals. Their vision is that every child in the world should be able to receive at least one good meal every day in a place of education. Mary'sMealsUSA.org Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you, construction professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. cpcustomhomes.com Thank you, Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, for sponsoring my show. John Lee and Eddie in the Morning on Iowa Catholic Radio. Golden Rule, servicing Des Moines for over 15 years. They obey the rules to live by, especially the Golden Rule. Online at goldenrulephc.com Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Jean Wells, and my guest today is Deacon Mark Campbell, and we're talking all things St. Joseph. So, Deacon, is all the, the prayers that can that come out and the different things that we're directed to do, why St. Joseph? Why did that touch your heart? Or did Bishop tap you on the shoulder and say, <laughs> hey, Deacon Mark, I want you to take on this mission of St. Joseph, and you're like, okay, fine. Uh, no, I blindsided the bishop. I think oh, okay. actually. So that's the uh, um, no. It, the it, I've had the opportunity to, to share the story with many people, and it's it's uh, it re- is really born out of um, I, I was I was gifted the book from my wife, mm-hmm. um, sort of an early Valentine's Day gift. And, and the funny thing is, is that she and I are not great gift givers. Um, at least maybe that's news to her at this moment, but, um, but, but, but yeah, but every once in a while, like, you know, she, she, we hit a home run, right. And in this case, she hit a home run because I, I had been thinking about the book and, mm-hmm. and doing the consecration. I hadn't expressed that. Um, and then lo and behold here, the book shows up. So it was a, it, it was, it was a great gift. Um, but Lent was fast approaching. And I told her that I said, you know, I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to shelf it for now because I don't feel called to do it right now. Someday, yes, but uh, Lent's coming and I've already got some ideas for Lent. And, and um, uh, then. Come on, can you be too holy? I yeah, think you just said yeah, that to right, me in right. the last segment. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why uh, <laughs> I hope this isn't be re- being recorded oh, so it, it comes is. back to bite me. Yeah. But, um, no, the. Um, um, yeah, so then Lent started, and the uh, the Tuesday after Ash Wednesday, my father passed away suddenly, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that um, left what I you know referring to as a father sized hole in my heart, and mm-hmm. and just uh, about a week or ten days later, I uh, was listening to an interview with uh, Father Calloway, and and I realized that uh, now is the time for me to to uh, fill that hole in my heart with with Saint Joseph, and uh, and my dad himself had mentioned doing the consecration, but you know. Um, you know, after he'd finished a Marian consecration uh, last year, actually. So, 
Um, so that's where the idea was kind of born from. And then it, uh, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, whether I was going to do it by myself or with a group and the, it, my brain quickly, uh, started just imagining a large group of people, um, doing this consecration together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so then we made a couple of phone calls and, and here we are, we're, we're, uh, planning an event on August 15th, which will be the end of a 33 day, uh, preparation period. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to your question earlier, for those who, who would like to uh, like to join us that day, um, please come. Whether you've started uh, the 33-day the consecration, uh, whether you've already completed it, whether you're thinking about doing it, you know, e- even that, that day, the 15th, could be a start day for some mm-hmm. people, right? And um, you get to go to the oldest parish in, in the, the diocese. diocese. Yeah, it, it's, it's a historical setting. Um, it makes sense for so many reasons. Uh, the initial date we had picked out was the Feast of Our Lady of Knock, um, mm-hmm. which is, uh, was August 21st. Now it's August 17th, and that's a story all into itself. Um, but yeah, that's why we landed on uh, August 15th, and, and the bishop, when I, you know, I guess, pitched the idea to him. Um, basically, so yeah, run with it, and, mm-hmm. and gave us his blessing, and uh, so yeah, no, it's it's a wonderful opportunity. I think whether again whether people are making consecration that day, renewing their consecration, or maybe even getting started, it, the the intention is to make so Saint Joseph known, mm-hmm. right? I think back to. Uh, you know, again, 10 years ago or so, and I did Marian consecration, and, I, and I'd mentioned a, to the idea of a Marian consecration to, to a priest, and he was, he was clueless, right? He's mm. like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And, um, it, and that's not a knock on him. I think, again, it's just one of those devotional practices as Catholics we have in our treasure chest of, of, right. of, of spiritual opportunities, yeah, pick right? pick one, because there's one that'll fit anyone's charism or prayer style or exactly. whatever. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and so it, it's, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. wonderful opportunity, like I say, to just make St. Joseph known. So I don't know if we'll have... Speaking of that, yeah. what did you find most fascinating about St. Joseph that... Uh, in reading the the consecration, now I mm-hmm. tell you, mine was that he wasn't old. Yeah, you well, know, at least that's like, an idea. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was like, wait a minute, he's yeah. old in all the pictures. Right. Really? Did you use a Polaroid? Right. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that it's like, you know, he's they traveled all these miles to Bethlehem. You know, right. he now they're escaping to Egypt in the right. middle of the night. You know, you don't do that when Gr- you're grandpa ain't doing that. Grandpa ain't doing it. <laughs> right. I mean, grandpa wants an Uber. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Gosh, the most fascinating thing. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I can pick one just yet. So, so I, I read the consecration, and now I'm leading a group at the Basilica, so now I'm trying to pray my way through it, right? Mm-hmm. And really, um, I, and I was just, I think, overwhelmed by the um, number of different thoughts thrown out there that, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, challenge maybe isn't the right word, but maybe expand on our traditional th- thinking, our traditional image, mm-hmm. our traditional idea of, of who St. Joseph uh of who St. Joseph mm-hmm. is. And so I think the, uh, I think you actually bring up a, a, a great image there and that, you know, it, it's, it's quite possible that, that St. Joseph uh, himself was a virgin, right? The idea mm-hmm. is that he maybe had a, um, uh, you know, a prior relationship and had children, which is why we have Jesus has brothers and sisters in scripture. And, and uh, um, we don't have enough time to go into all that, mm-hmm. but the, but the book actually lays out a, a great, um, I'll say idea Mm-hmm. That G- Joseph himself was a uh, uh, was a virgin, and so that then that idea, like especially when we look at men and, and the, the struggles and challenges to to chastity and and um, being faithful, um, you know, in and out of marriage is is a great great model for us. We are out of time already, folks. And I, Deacon, thank you so much. This thank has you. been delightful. Hopefully, there's someone out there that's now moved 
to um, read the Consecration of St. Joseph and to pray it, as you, you said. Um, I, I want to thank Deacon Tony Valdez for producing uh, my show today and, and Jimmy Olson, who is always uh, behind the screen to help us do this. Um, also, today I want to pray to St. Joseph, Terror of Demons. Pray, pray for, for us. us. Iowa Catholic Radio is a listener-supported station, and we perpetually rely on your prayers and support to continue our mission of connecting listeners with Christ. Give to Iowa Catholic Radio online, iowacatholicradio.com, or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Straight Talk is every Tuesday at 10 on Iowa Catholic Radio and always available on podcasts through the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Stay tuned for Life is Worth Living with Archbishop Fulton Sheen. God bless. Straight Talk, where you get answers to tough issues impacting your life. Listen anywhere at any time via podcast at iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk, heard every Tuesday at 10 a.m., only on Iowa Catholic Radio.